It's Build a Big Podcast. I'm David Hooper. Or as this guy says, Podcast marketing expert, David Hooper. That's from a project that should be released hopefully in the next two or three weeks. I will keep you posted on that. On this episode, I want to talk to you about the pandemic known as COVID-19, coronavirus. We've got different names for it. And specifically, the importance of podcasting. What you can do as a podcaster to connect people, to provide them hope, to give them reassurance that things are going to be okay. That is something that I think the people are lacking right now. There's a lot of fear and we can feel isolated because a lot of us are in self-quarantine. By the way, I put up a meme about this on the Big Podcast Instagram account. If you're not following me there, Big Podcast 1, the number one. I've got some funny memes that have to do with podcasting. And one of them was about self-quarantine, which says that podcasters, we're used to this. We are used to spending time alone. I talked to somebody. I said, hey, how are you doing on this quarantine thing? And she said, I haven't left my place for four months. (laughs) I'm not saying that that's a good thing, but sometimes when you're self-employed or when you can do your work remotely or your connection is through the internet with all the interviews that you do, you know, you're kind of set up for this. So let's look at the positives. We're going to talk about that, what you can do to make this experience better than it would be otherwise without you. Because podcasting and broadcasting, we provide an important service for people in times like this. You can get podcasts wherever you are in the world. So if you're in Italy and you can't leave your apartment, if you're in the United States and they want you to keep 10 feet away from each other, whatever, the connection is important to people. This is one of the ways you can help people to feel more connected. So let me take you back 10 years ago. 2010, Nashville had what they called a 100-year flood, meaning that it only happens once every 100 years. There's a park in my neighborhood, sort of down the street, that 11 years ago, before any of this, was houses. It was probably, I don't know, 10, 20 houses. Got flooded out with about eight or nine feet of water. I don't know. They've got a marker there that lets you know that it's a park and it's a flood zone. So they tore down all the houses. They were already ruined. They can't put houses back there because it is a flood zone. They can't even put playground equipment in this park because they don't want kids hanging out there because you never know. Somebody could get injured if we have another 100-year flood. So I want you to think about that. A lot of water coming in, and this is citywide. Citywide, you can't go anywhere because the streets are flooded. You've got water coming from the basement, from the ground. You've got water coming from above. It wasn't a very good weekend. This thing started, I think, Saturday morning, and it kept going and going and going. And we thought it was just a heavy rain because people aren't leaving the house. And as it happened... I used to listen to this guy on AM radio, a guy named Art Bell, and you may be familiar with him. He had a thing called Coast to Coast AM. And one of the things he would talk about on that show, he would advertise this. It was a radio that needed no external power, meaning you don't plug it in. It needed no batteries. You would crank it and there's, I guess, a winding mechanism and it slowly uncranks. And as it's doing that, it powers the radio, a very 
basic radio, AM, FM, nothing fancy, one little speaker. I just happened to have one though, just in case of an emergency. It was an emergency. This thing came in use. So I'm sitting there. I've got no mobile connection. My phone had died, no power. It's raining. I'm in the dark and I'm listening to this crank radio. You crank it up, you play for 10 or 15 minutes, go out, crank it up again, 10 or 15 minutes. And what I was listening to to keep me connected to what was going on outside of my home in Nashville was a local broadcast station. People who did have phone service would call in. They would let the disc jockey, the host, know what was happening in their neighborhoods. So this guy would call in. He'd say, I'm from East Nashville. River just flooded. It's really bad out here. Don't try to make it out here. You can't pass these roads. It's very dangerous. A lot of people are getting stuck. Don't come out here. North Nashville calls in. South Nashville calls in. Downtown calls in. It kept us all connected. And it was very, very helpful. Something interesting, they started to restore power. People got connected online again. And you would go online, and you've probably experienced this before if you've ever had bad weather. Maybe it's cold where you are, and there'll be somebody from a sunny state, maybe Hawaii, and they're saying, oh, the weather is so great here. They've got a picture from the beach. You're having this experience, and everybody else seems to be having a different experience. But we in Nashville had that local experience that was shared via broadcast radio. And that's how it should be. you got what's happening in your world. You're taking care of yourself. Nothing wrong with that. But we in Nashville had local radio during those first couple of weeks when FEMA was here, when water was starting to soak back into the ground, when we could figure out where we could get water. Because this is the interesting thing that happens during a flood. Everything is overloaded with water. You've got water all around you, but the water that's coming out of the tap, it's no good. They can't process the water. So you've heard this water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. That literally was what was happening in Nashville. But we had local radio and somebody from a shop would call in and they would say, hey, we've just gotten a shipment of water in. If you need water to drink, you can come over to 8th Avenue. It was really amazing how the community came together. And we did that in part through these local broadcasts. Not just one station, every station. Every station was looking out for their listeners. So I want you to think about right now. Here we are, we've got something very similar, except it's not just one city, it is every city in the United States. There are a lot of unknowns. There are a lot of people who are isolated. There are a lot of people who are missing connection. They're not all like us, not all these podcasters. They're used to spending time in a closet by themselves or used to doing things on video. A lot of people are having a very difficult time in the situation that we are currently in. And you, as a podcaster, you have an opportunity to make those people who listen to you feel more connected. Think about that Nashville radio host, what he was doing. People would call in, they would share their experiences, they would let people know what roads were safe to pass, they would let people know where water was. You, if you are speaking to a specific industry, you have the opportunity to do something very similar. For example, if you're talking to musicians, I ran into one on the street today. She said, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? She said, all our gigs are canceled throughout the summer. She was going to Italy. She was going to Spain, touring the world in support of a new album. That has been canceled. And it's not just her. 
the sound guys, it's the tour bus drivers, it's the agents, it's the managers. That is one industry that could really use some connection right now. Not just to feel that they're not alone, but also maybe you're a musician and you're looking to bring somebody on. New sound guy, you need a booking agent, you need a manager. Maybe you've got the equivalent of that water that we needed in Nashville. You've got a job, you've got an opportunity. You've got another way for people to make money with their skills. Speakers, if you've got speakers, same situation. In the last week, I have had three speaking events cancel in the last week. And I'm not a high volume speaker. So imagine the guys that are actually out there all the time being road warriors, making a living 100% full-time being speakers. You're done. It is done for you right now because there are no events. And we don't know when those events are going to come back. Might be a couple months. It might be longer than that. Service-based workers. Nashville's a tourist town. What happens to all the service workers when the bars shut down, when the clubs shut down? They're out of work. They're looking for a job. You can't exactly go find another job when the whole industry has shut down. You can't exactly leave town to find another job when that town is the same as your town. I'm not saying they're not opportunities. I'm saying there are opportunities and you can be the person who helps people with these opportunities. Hey, we heard about this opportunity. Why don't you go check it out? Again, the equivalent of water to drink that we experienced in the flood. We've got water. Come pick it up on 8th Avenue. You can share this stuff via your podcast. You can also just let people be heard. Let them tell their stories. Let people know that they're not alone. I know a lot of podcasters, and I'm one of them, are thinking, how can we approach coronavirus? How can we approach this situation and be respectful of it, not ignore it, but also move forward? This is one of the ways to do that. So if you have, let's call it, a true life podcast, not something that tells a story, but something where you're actually connecting with people from a certain group. If you can provide specific information for people of that group and be that person that people come to, to share that information with each other, you're like the middleman. That is going to help you develop a bigger audience. That will help you develop a more loyal audience. You're going to be helping people and they will remember that. You have the opportunity to help people in a situation that at best is annoying, and at worst, could be deadly. Let's not pull punches here. This is a very serious situation. But we're going to get through it, and you can help people to do that. If you've got questions, you've got comments, reach out to me. I've got a little free time on my hands. It's not like I could go to the gym, restaurants, anywhere. We're all somewhat isolated now. Physically, but not emotionally, not mentally. So reach out to me at David Hooper on Twitter or bigpodcast.com. I'd love to hear your story. While you are there, subscribe. That's bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got more coming from this guy. This is Big Podcast. Plus more advice and strategies on how to help you build a bigger and more loyal audience. Next episode, I've got a review of PodFest. That's where I was last week. That review has been delayed because obviously... A lot going on in the world, but I had a good experience at PodFest before this thing rushed in. Somewhat scary. It wasn't so early on in this process that people weren't wearing masks on the plane or trying to freak everybody out with a bunch of hand sanitizer and Lysol. I will tell you that story and more on the next episode, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe to make sure that you don't miss it. Thank you very much. Reach out to me. Let me know how you're doing and I'll see you then.